0: You're listening to Story Jazz, an improvised storytelling podcast, which means everything you're about to hear was completely made up on the spot. Enjoy the show. Story Jazz, a very serious podcast by very serious people. I'm Softy, and over here... I'm Sam, coming to you all the way from continental Europe. I'm coming to you from continental desert place in (laughs) in Arizona. So what are we doing today? Because, like, we could continue the Ghost Hunter story, but that wouldn't be very jazzy, would it? No, no. I think, you know, sometimes when you got
1: something, you got something really gold going... (laughs) <laughs> you got to drop it, right? You got to like not pursue it at all. <laughs> yeah, no, so no. what
0: we're going to do is
1: just give up on that. I think I think about it like a, like a great freestyle rap. When you get like six or seven bars on the same rhyme scheme and you're just hitting it hard, if you want it yeah. to sound great, you drop that rhyme scheme and you pick it up like a week later and people are like, what? He's still on it. That's what we're looking for.
0: So what we're going to probably be doing is... We'll try to revisit formats that we really like. I think we're really happy with the Ghost Hunters story, but we want to shake things up. Story Jazz is about creating new stories and new worlds over and over. And I think that first episode of each world and each story is a really special episode because that's the one where really everything sort of comes out of nothing and, and emerges from scratch. Yeah. That that ephemeral the primordial soup primordial soup. <laughs> the primordial soup of raw creativity that we know as scratch. So but today we don't have a prompt, right? No, no, we don't. So for the starting point of today's story, we're gonna try a totally new approach. So we've created this thing that we've named the official story jazz idea machine. And basically it solves the problem of coming up with stories like anybody can be a writer now.
1: Yeah. And our, our biggest problem in story jazz is we can't come up with stories. So this is going to help us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so since this, is a, since this is a podcast about ha- having ideas quickly, we built a machine to do it for us. Yeah. So let's get into really quick how this machine works. We have four random generators that we set up. Each of them gives a prompt for an aspect of the story. The four aspects we've chosen are world, which um, refers to the general sort of aesthetic of the world, i.e. is it set in our world? Is it set in a historical, medieval, fantasy, science fiction, futuristic, space-faring world? All these types of things. Then we have the setting prompt, which gives us various much more specific settings. The third aspect is plot. Uh, we have prompts like romance or quest. And then we have a fourth uh, little generator that gives prompts for various types of characters.
1: Yeah, I think what we're hoping to accomplish with the idea machine is not to close doors, but to open them. By hitting, you know, randomize on the setting, we we then, we then hear school and we're like, oh, okay. And we're going to run with that and we're going to make it a school unlike any other, right? We're going to make it, you know, who knows, uh, a school of... Of zombies, but it's actually not the whole zombie. It's just their leftover body parts that get cut off. And those got to go somewhere. They got to grow up to be real zombies. And so this is a a school for zombie (laughs) feet.
0: Can Um. we just do that now? Can we just do that
1: episode? (laughs) Why don't you just hit the button and tell me. Tell me what we got. Drum
0: roll. Our world is futurism. A world filled with advanced technologies. Okay. What could be interesting? Uh, we've got artificial intelligence. We've mm. got phones. <sighs> phones bad. In the future, phones even more bad. Well, yes. That's no, no, that's just Black Mirror. That's just Black Mirror. Um, You know,
1: what we could do, it would be really a little bit depressing, but we could just say that this pandemic quarantine mode that we live in never ends. Oh, wow. That would be a dystopian world. Um. Well, you know. Uh, but but, it's, but it advances, right? We're at a point now where people don't interact in person because there is constantly a sort of virus that is, or viruses, or it's very, people realize how unhealthy it is to spend time actually in close proximity with one another. And so they're constantly communicating via voice chat yeah. and video. And that's everything okay. is sort of separated that way. So it could be in 30 years from now. It doesn't have to be. 2000 years from yeah, now, sure,
0: yeah, sure, sure. Futurism can be set now, technically. Um, we're living in the future, the boring cyberpunk dystopia has already begun, yeah. So, I'm seeing the tech, the advanced technologies in this futurism setting are voice chat, virtual interaction technologies that yeah. have advanced.
1: We could throw holograms and stuff in there, you know, we can make it a little bit more oomph because people have. Chosen what kind of de- technology to mm-hmm. develop based on their needs. And right now, their need is for socialization. okay. We, we've got we've got the burgeonings of something here. I want you to just hit yeah. me with a plot now.
0: No rest. Just okay. Our plot is mystery. The protagonists are faced with a mystery to be solved. ok. So I'm thinking mystery pushes us toward either crime or well, mostly crime um in a setting like this or or like an unknown. Right, uh like, who is gossip girl, right? We could have like a, a somebody wreaking havoc socially in the virtual sphere, or like, what do, the, what do the crop circles mean? You know What do the crop circles mean? Yeah, exactly. Crop circles is an interesting point. What if What if we had really like something that feels like a supernatural mystery going on in this virtual space or in between these virtual technologies? Love it. And I don't think it needs to turn out to ultimately have been supernatural, but it feels like this is impossible, right? So I'm thinking there's some sort of pattern that uh, crops up <laughs> crop circles. Love it. There's some sort of pattern that ha- is showing up in all kinds of different video chats or, or virtual rooms or- A symbol, a symbol of some kind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a symbol that's, that's it's odd enough to where it doesn't look like it's the, the sign of some anarchist group or something. This is a symbol
0: that seems to be
1: naturally appearing.
0: It's infinitely recursive. Yeah, It's infinitely recursive. Okay, so like a... It's like a some sort of labyrinth spiral that toward the center becomes smaller and smaller. And then when you move closer to look at it, it just repeats itself. Okay, like a... Uh, what's that called? A fractal. A
1: fractal. A fractal. That's exactly what I was going for. Yes, thank you. So the mystery is going to be to try to figure out what that is. So, so our characters somehow some way, we'll be motivated to try to solve what this mystery is, to figure out what this is, why it's happening, yes, and uncover deeper and deeper things, and who knows where that's going to lead.
0: Okay. So the prompt that will really shake this up is setting. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hit that now. Our setting is school. Ooh, we just did a school. I, we just did a school. Roll it again. Roll it again. We did a school. I think we this, should roll it. By the way, again. this is by the way this is allowed. If you don't
1: like what you roll, you can just roll it again. That's how jazz works, right? If you're if your friend starts playing something and you don't like it, you just stop playing and you let him flounder and then you keep going <laughs> <something> else later.
0: <laughs> you just change keys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, setting military. Ooh, okay. Oof. Proposition, it's happening in a military setting, but it's not part of any official military project.
0: I was thinking more of a like young militia of people who okay. they're like a sort of militia in this cyberspace. Ooh, so is
1: this the is this the let us out, we want our hair cut kind of people, or is this a they're
0: not they're not resisting the quarantine, no. Okay. I think pe- people in this world have more or less accepted the okay, quarantine. Okay. All right. I think uh they see an opportunity. There's like a bit of a power vacuum in cyberspace, like in these virtual rooms, but also mm. Mm, so, this is
1: a militant group trying to control a cyberspace. Yeah. You know, they're working in, in Fourth Life and they're trying to sort of control and police <laughs> Fourth Life.
0: Fourth Life is great. <laughs> I, let's take that immediately. Fourth Life is amazing. Yeah. So, Fourth Life is a uh, sort of open platform maybe sort of a decentralized internet 3.0 blockchain-based platform or something. Yeah, yeah. So anybody
1: can control any aspect of the world and change the rules, and people are constantly doing it. Yeah. And the moderators are just players themselves. Yeah. And in this case, the sort of young militant police force are these like eight-year-olds who pretend to be adults on the internet.
0: Dude, that is amazing. Our main characters are eight-year-olds? Eight-year-olds. I'm
1: fucking down for that. And they're they're policing the space, right? They decided they decided that they were gonna control it. And nobody knows who they are, right?
0: And they're trying to set up basically their own like nation.
1: Yeah, laws. They're they're trying to set up a balanced system of laws to control this space.
0: Okay, hit me hit me with the character button. Okay, I don't know if I can like take it out of the screen and actually physically hit you with it, but I can click it if you want. Click it. <laughs> <laughs> the character is lover, Ooh. driven to give and receive love, fear of loneliness. I could see our main character chasing after somebody that they lost that, that went into this virtual sphere and trying to find them. And also trying to find a community to be a part of.
1: So our main character, maybe he's not eight, maybe he's like 11 or something. Um, he's got a crush, right? Yeah. He, he, he doesn't know... Who the person on the other end of this fourth life virtual uh, purple flamingo is, <laughs> right? Purple flamingo with like uh, a studded chain belt and a wallet, wallet chain, and like some some jinko jeans. Oh, I love it. Long neck goth GF. Long neck goth goth GF. Yeah, <laughs> he he's got a sort of a crush on her because when he's on patrol. She'll just walk and hang out with him.
0: So he's like uh, already been initiated as a low, low, like beat cop of the virtual world. Yeah. And okay, let me propose this. We might reveal something about the world around him or the characters around him at some point, but he thinks he's the only kid in this server. Everybody else is adults.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think everybody assumes that everybody else is an adult. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I want to propose that the purple flamingo girl starts her own investigation into this mystery. Ooh, okay. And he just sort of follows along because he likes her and wants to help her.
1: But she's doing it even though the militia has said, nobody mess with these things. When you find them, report them, we will we will investigate. And so she's running exactly. her own parallel investigation, even though it's illegal in this world. Exactly.
0: Okay. So names. I want names. I want to propose that we refer to them only by their screen names.
1: Okay. Do we are do you think numbers came back? Did numbers come back in screen names? Numbers aren't in right now, but some people still use numbers. It's sort of old school. Yeah, let's use that old school aesthetic. Okay. So uh like XX underscore <laughs> lol hot underscore XX69?
0: <laughs> that that is the mayor of this <laughs> subserver. It's <laughs> actually referred
1: to as lolhot69, but it's actually Capital X, lowercase x, underscore lol
0: hot underscore
1: lowercase x, capital x, sixty nine.
0: Yeah, L O L H O T. Yeah, lolhot. L lolhot. So that's the the big boy, the mod who runs this specific instance of yeah the server group. Yeah, I want uh, for for purple flamingo girl. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like violet, but like or like violent underscore violet. Violent violet. Mm. Yeah. How about this? Her screen name used to be Violent Underscore Violet, but then she wanted to be more become more serious, uh, and started calling herself Viola. Viola V I 4 Main character. He's going to try to be to try to come across as big and adult.
1: Yeah, right. He values the strength of adulthood and the the perceived power of rules and laws.
0: I think. I think. What about like buzz cut? And everybody calls him Buzz. What about
1: Buzz Cut? F- I was going to say 420, but that's too. <laughs> what about Buzz Cut 313? And nobody knows it's his birthday. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And he just go- he goes by Buzz Cut 313. And people just call him Buzz or Buzzy.
0: Okay. Um, one more name that we need is the server group, the Fourth Life server, server group that this military nation <laughs> is. So the name of the organization, Dog Law. Dog law is fucking awesome. Yeah. So the Dog Law servers. Mm-hmm. DL. Yeah. On the DL. <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. DL. That's awesome. <laughs> on no, the that's DL. that's great.
1: Throwing another character out there, Buzzy's uh older sister also lives in this world. Yeah. And she spends a lot of time there, even though it's like not her main world. She actually has other places she'd like to be. But she spends a lot of time there to check up on him, make sure he's he's okay. Great. Even though they live together.
0: She her avatar is like uh Techno Gremlin, okay. Techno Gremlin, like a sort of kobold type character, mm-hmm. and she likes to just sort of troll and harass people.
1: <laughs> okay, so she's like
0: she's like a like an internet
1: m- meme lord. Um, a little bit, yeah, yeah. So she doesn't really fit into this server. She doesn't fit in this server. Actually, she plays WoW. Most of the time, like actually all the time. Wow,
0: you mean like World of Warcraft? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um,
1: and she's you know wow,
0: classic. Which at this point is actually is already to of Pandaria. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's uh she's a sort of Horde Queen in WoW, but she'll she'll come here to sort of check out, see what's going can, on. Can she'll... we just
0: call her Techno Gremlin? Yeah, Techno Gremlin or Gremlin. Yeah, people call her Grem or TG. Um. Okay. We've dawdled enough with world building and character building. We have to make a scene now. All right, I got I got one for
1: you. Buzzy is called to a crime scene to sort of uh, call perimeter and make sure that nobody gets in or out of the area while they're investigating something that's happened. Okay. He doesn't know what's happened, um, but the the larger organization is calling a bunch of the the boots to just close off the scene. Um, which in a digital space is tough. It often involves him uh, freezing the current iteration somewhere so that even if people leave, they can see exactly what was going on then. So he's going around to various people's houses, basically their steps in the blockchain, and freezing that iteration to sort of look back and see what happened in the last you know, half hour or hour because a crime was committed.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a location. Yeah. Exterior. Virtual mansion day. Vir- virtual day. The sky is turquoise because that's the sky color that uh, XX underscore lolhot69 underscore XX likes for his uh, subserver. And this is the mansion of one of the higher-ups on this dog law subserver. One of the bourgeoisie. One of the One of the virtual bourgeoisie. And in the virtual backyard is... A nicely shaped pool that um, this character made with his own like terrain modifier gun to have the shape of one of the classic shapes of human art. The penis. So there's a phallus-shaped pool. (laughs) And just around the lower two spheres of this pool is some weird black jelly residue and uh, some strewn about objects... And some glitching out, like some of the, um, some of the like pool tiles are like glitching out back and forth. And that's all that's left of his dog. That is all that's left of the mansion owner's dog. Buzz approaches the scene. Yeah, Buzzy shows up. All
1: right, uh, character voice time. Do you want to come up with a character voice?
0: Uh, yeah, but he's got to like ring the doorbell or
1: talk to somebody. Yeah, I think right. I actually actually just walks right around the house and walks right up to the captain.
0: The captain? Oh, the, the so there's boots there already. Like, yeah, yeah. He's he's there a little bit late. He
1: got the call. He was eating lunch in real life and jumped on quickly to get into the virtual fourth life. Sorry, I'm late, Buzz. What's the situation here? Oh, Buzzy, thank you. Um, if you could walk down the hill to those uh, fir trees and ring up a line of virtu tape to make sure that nobody comes in and freeze those servers in the uh, garden terrace below. That'd be great. Thank you. Um, report here when you're done. I'll I'll set you on a new task. We need to get this locked down as quickly as possible and make sure nobody can see what's happening here.
0: Right away, boss. And he grabs his virtual utility belt. It's really funny how in this virtual world, everything is so deeply realized, like the virtual reality is is designed to be so realistic that you're essentially moving real objects around the way that you would in real life. So he t- takes out a roll of virtual a virtual tape, uh, runs his thumb along it until he can find the spot where the tape ends, pulls it out, <laughs> and gets like three inches. <laughs> that's all that's left? And goes, uh, I don't have any more. But the captain is already off and doing something else to address that problem he knows
1: that he has to find the command center which is this rolling brigade like a trailer that gets set up at each of the crime scenes um and he sees one uh parked right in the living room um because it's not hard to get in and out because it's all digital
0: yeah they just spawned it there <laughs> they just spawned it in the middle of the living room but he doesn't have like the necessarily necessary like clearance to spawn himself a new roll of tape so he has to yeah. walk up to somebody who does
1: yeah so he gets into the command center and uh he sees the chief uh the chief of police who's you know only one step under the mayor lal hot sixty nine yeah and he knows because the other beat cops have told him that the police chief doesn't like people talking to him he only does i am messages um and so he's like gonna try to keep his head down and not look at the police chief and He's just sort of tiptoes in. The police chief looks at him and just sort of watches him with these eyes. Says
0: nothing. Icy blue eyes. Like, he, he has, uh, like, a really cool skin and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, like, high level. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, like, this... Uh, His, like, anime hair, like... Yeah, it's a sort of um,
1: space, reflective, uh, neon colors, reflective, like a space jacket. Yeah. You know
0: what I'm talking about? That's his eye color or is it his hair color?
1: No, no, no. That's his, his, that's his like skin color, right? That's oh, the, damn. it's like hyper reflective and it mirrors everything. And I think as soon as, as soon as Buzzy looks at that, he knows the, the server required to reflect a virtual world constantly and the yeah. amount of CPU that that must be putting out. He's like, Whoa, shit. <laughs> So he he just sort of uh, opens one of the virtual cabinets and grabs a new roll of tape and and, and nods to the chief and and do, doesn't say anything and, and quickly closes opens the door and and leaves the command center again.
0: And as he leaves, he sees something on the uh, screens. So the chief is standing behind uh, some sort of uh, comms technician or something who is working like the screens in this command center in this mobile command center, uh, and they have a bunch of images up. Of like this, this weird uh, symbol, some sort of like spiral. Uh, and as the comms technician sees that a lower grade cop uh, is in the room with them and looking at the screens, he quickly like tabs out of those, like minimizes mm-hmm. all those windows. And Actually, when he when he t- when he tabs
1: out of them, we just get uh, a series of uh, error four hundred four messages popping up on all those <laughs> because what the tabbing out does is not blank the screen; it just makes it so. Buzzy can't see them through his sir, through Ooh. through his window. So with a new roll of tape, he's he's picking at it with his thumb as he activates his skate feet um, and slides down the hill. Uh, standard issue uh, skate feet. Yeah. lets him get around quickly in the virtual world so that he can get across places that he can't port across. And catch those ne'er-do-wells and trolls. Yeah, because um, the issue with ne'er-do-wells is they'll go... They'll go into places that you can't fast travel um to get away from the cops who have ex- they like
0: li- they'll like grab a bowl and push it really hard against the corner in the walls and they like glitch through the wall, yeah or they like get on a horse and just like ride vertically up a steep mountain yes precisely <laughs> so he he skates down the hill uh towards the a ring of
1: fir trees that surround the bottom garden terrace, a series of gardens
0: yeah, very nice, huge area um like it exceeds draw distance in places, yeah, um he wraps the end of the tape around one tree and then the starts like starts skating along the edge of the tree line, all right character proposition he's hoping to make detective, yeah, he wants to rise in the
1: ranks, he wants to rise in the ranks um he's not sure whether he wants to like make rank and go command or whether he wants to uh stay detective, but he likes the glory of solving crimes and maintaining law in this world. Uh, so he, wa- he wants to be a detective. And so he's, you know, passively sort of looking around, seeing if he sees anything suspicious. He's like, he doesn't quite know what detectives do. He's 11 years old, but he's...
0: He, he has a little, like, um, tape recorder, and he talks into it all the time. Oh, love it. But he addresses his thoughts to Viola because he needs somebody to talk to.
1: Oh, my God, he's a lover. He is 100 percent a lover.
0: I love. So it. He says, Viola, I am currently applying tape around the crime scene at the uh, mansion of what, what? What was the mansion owner's name? We did we establish a mansion owner's I name? Think, yeah, I he's the bourgeoisie. A, he's he's one of the investors in this server hub. Like nobody really knows who he is, but he um, spent a lot of money to to keep he's dog an, law running.
1: He's spends. an old. He's an old. Uh, League of Legends um, pro <laughs> player made a bunch of money in the old world as things were shifting, and so put his money into Fourth Life. Uh, his name's Faker.
0: <laughs> Can we use that guy's likeness? He he won't sue us. <laughs> uh, don't know. We're here. We'll just spell him F eight Kerr. Okay. So his name is Fate Kerr Faker. Okay, sure. I'm uh, applying some virtuotape tape around the crime scene at the mansion of. Uh, this investor, Faker, apparently his dog was deleted. Like, full-on removed from his account. That can't be legal, right? Anyway, I'm looking around for some traces of uh, unusual activity. Maybe some uh, cut chain link uh, bits or something. Um, I don't really know what to look for in a virtual space. How can I tell if somebody's been here? Click, yeah. He finishes taping off
1: the uh, the lower terrace and stands on the edge, looking at the the texture mapped distance. Uh, the draw the, distance. The draw distance. Well, it's actually just a texture mapped wall in front of him, but it looks like this beautiful, uh, never ending scape of nature. Oh, the skybox, like yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just sort of looking out into it for a second before remembering that. I uh, think you know the the captain probably has more for him to do, so he he skates back up the hill
0: he yeah, he like locks down a few of the other buildings he like time freezes all those all the areas that nobody's working in right now. I think the reason that there's like a texture skybox there instead of actually seeing the rest of the dynamically generated world there is because they've quarantined this piece of the map, this piece of the server into like a sandbox in order to um you know, make sure that nothing's tampered with and stuff. What he's doing with his tape right now is just sort of physically closing everything off. Also, I th- I think that
1: that Skybox exists because on the other side of the Skybox is a slum. <gasps> and the, the, the That's the, way bur- better! <laughs> the, the bourgeoisie uh, pro League of Legends player, Faker, doesn't want to look out into the slum. He wants to look out into the the skybox.
0: The crazy thing about well we'll be able to characterize the slum later, but it's not going to be looking like no real life slums. It's going to be really fun to design that. So, he uh skates back up the hill and he like um time freezes everything that isn't being used right now and sort of pokes pokes his nose around to try to uh find more evidence. Uh
1: Buzzy, the ca- the, the captain's calling him and he's totally in his own world. Buzzy. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, yes. Yes. Um, we're going to transport the uh warped zone by the pool. We could use some of your server space. Could you help?
0: The transport what? Um
1: you see this and uh, the the captain points sort of twisted, black, glitchy space. Yeah. And he says, We have to transport that. We can't leave it here. Um, we have to take it back to headquarters. We need some some leftover server space. And I recall that you have some. Can we use your server space to transport it? We can't take it through town.
0: And Buzzy has like like a couple MB left. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows that he, he can't say no to this, right? He needs to bootleg as much as he can. So he goes, um, how much space would you require for that? I'd say
1: uh, a gig and a half, no more. We need to make sure we record absolutely everything that's here and remove it so we can't, we can't leave any extraneous details behind. A gig and a
0: half. I'll be right with you. I might have to free something up real quick. So I'm going to jump us out. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go for it. Do it. Whoosh. Wait, let's get a better sound effect than that. We are on Earth, Minnesota... Um, the Minneapolis megatropolis in the year twenty thirty X, twenty forty X, maybe. Billy Buzzworth <laughs> takes off his headphones. He just goes by Buzzy, actually, and his sister still
1: goes by Gremlin, even in the real life, because they are so tapped in. Totally. Uh, when he when he pops out, uh, his sister Gremlin is standing there with a with a box of fig Newtons um, and his hands in one. She's uh looking over his shoulder at some of the you know old stuff that's on the shelf because he works in in their in their mom's office, but she's not there anymore so
0: but Billy works in uh, buzz buzz
1: buzz in... off Buzzy's office is their mom's office, but he has an mom's office at eleven <laughs> yeah, they live in a house together. it's just him and his sister his sister's like eighteen he's eleven oh, and wow. there's no- there's no parents or anything
0: okay I hadn't picked up on that. Uh yeah, so Buzzy takes off his headphones, puts them down, turns around, sees his sister, sees his sister, and goes, ah, How long have you been standing there? Oh, quiet, Buzzy. Here, you wanna pick Newton? Mm. Okay. She tosses him one. Can we roll for dexterity to see if he catches it? <laughs> he does not catch it. He does um, not catch it. But he eats it, he eats
1: it off the ground anyway. And she says, Buzzy, you're gonna catch something if you eat those off the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if me, I don't catch yeah. something, I have to eat it off the ground. It's a catch-22. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. Buzzy asks the sister for uh, an extra hard drive, and she says, um, Yeah, I think I got a solid state. I, I cleared out all my old Age of Empires saves, so you can use this one.
0: You're you're just going to give it to me?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can just take it back when you're sleeping anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I feel bad taking another one, you know? I... I just I need a couple of friends need some space and I just need to to help them out right now. Oh,
1: don't worry about it. I'll I'll order I'll order a few more uh, once I get paid.
0: Okay, I'm I'll I'm sure I'll be making some some good crypto pretty soon if I get promoted. I believe in you, Buzz. All right, see you later. So he jacks back in. Um, <laughs> Captain, I. And he like panics and like hits a button <laughs> real quick to activate his voice modulator. Captain, I've procured some space uh, right here. And he opens up his interface or whatever and, um, uh, you know, logs that uh, newly connected hard drive as more space uh, for his personal server. Excellent. Um, if you would stand
1: over here and he sort of directs him to uh, a spot sort of just south of the warped pool space. Stand here. I'm going to fold it and give it to you in just a second here.
0: And the captain takes like a box cutter type uh tool, but like um it also has like a cool skin on it. So it's like astral. It's like galaxy skin box cutter. And one of the other cops around looks at it and is like, whoa, did you drop that or did you buy it in the marketplace? And the captain...
1: That is for you to find out when you're promoted and for me to dangle in front of you with (laughs)
0: great enjoyment. And he dangles it and accidentally cuts a hole in the air. I was like, oh, darn. Could you patch that up real quick? And one of the other cops comes and patches it up.
1: What if he just just flips the, the box cutter down? A little bit further, and out of the bottom comes an eraser tool, and he he, he or, or a patching
0: tool, and he, <laughs> yeah, he patches yeah. it instantly. He just patches the hole in reality. All right, uh, and he, you know, uh, kneels down and cuts out the piece of water and like the pool edge that is all glitched out, revealing a uh, a
1: hatch, black and white uh, hatch pattern, um, like a a checker pattern, which is what you see in the background when you're cutting something, and there's nothing in the background. Yeah, Rather yeah. than white space, it's just a it's just a black and white checker pattern beneath. Um he says, please don't step in there. I can't get you back.
0: Ooh.
1: And he he rolls he rolls the space up into a tube, um, being careful not to step beneath the, the step beneath the pool, step beneath the floor into the into the um checker pattern. Checker space. The checker space. Perfect. Uh, careful not to step into the checker space, he rolls up the pool and the glitch mark into a tube until it's all all rolled up into a long cylinder, and then he compresses it down into the size of a disc. That's
0: fucking awesome, my guy. And then he hands
1: it to... Hands
0: it to Buzzy, who slips it into a little, like, disc drive-looking box that just absorbs it.
1: Take this uh, into the command center in the living room, and uh, chiefs should uh, should open up a portal for you to take it into the headquarters. Thank you, Buzzy. Wait, do I just do I just talk to Chief? Uh, no, uh, I would say just go into the command center. I'll send him an IM now.
0: Thanks. Um, the chief's name is just Chief, right? It's, it's just, just Chief. Chief, Chief, and his yeah. screen name is Chief underscore Chief. So yeah. his full name is Chief, it's- Chief, Chief. Chief, chief, chief! The captain hits a couple
1: things on his, you know, I watch whatever texting device, virtual texting device, and pretends to pretends to type for a second, or like like modulates his fingers, but it's just an animation for him typing because he's typing in real life, and a a quick like vector path goes straight through everything and directly to the command center as the IM flies through space. Sweet. Like, instantly. Like, zap. Like an iridescent bolt of information. Buzzy skates up the hill towards the command center, one hand hesitantly on the pouch uh, where his new server is, like, not totally sure uh, what's going on, or what this is for, and just skates up to the command center.
0: He enters the little command center RV and hears the following. Well, this is preposterous. I've been a, an investor in this server for since its inception, in fact.
1: Uh, for our listeners who know who Faker is and know that he's Korean, this is a voice that he really likes in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Faker just likes the British snooty. Oh, yeah. The British snooty voice pack. Faker actually doesn't speak much English, so maybe he does at this point. <laughs> Uh, and the chief is actually talking to Investor Faker. Uh, the, the chief, chief,
1: chief, chief, he has a voice coder so that only whoever he's talking to can hear him. It's a It's a high-level perk that you—it's not easy to get. And so the only thing that Buzzy can hear is... <sighs>
0: Which is really weird because there's also no like lip animation because otherwise he might be able to like read his lips. Yeah. So it just goes, his mouth just opens like a puppet and that yeah. sound comes out. Buzzy look looks and then
1: looks away and like doesn't want to draw attention to himself. He just, because they're, they're, they're arguing out, out in front of the command center, you said? Okay. Yeah, sure. He just opens the door into the command center and sees the guy at the computer that was there when, when Chief, Chief, Chief was there before and see
0: him typing and it's still the 403 on the screen. I just want to give, like, one more piece of foreshadowing yeah. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. from Faker, uh, Faker's complaint. Something like, um... What do you mean you've never seen anything like this before? I don't care if this pattern shows up on a million different servers. This is my mansion, and I come here to relax, for God's sake. And, and I can't just have people breaking in and killing my dogs. You know how much that dog skin costs? It's not a <sighs> problem of the money for me, but... <sighs> really? Oh my, they're in on this too. That does sound dangerous. I, uh, I have a few calls to make. And he logs off, which is just him disappearing into purple dust. Love it.
1: Um, with a little (laughs) SKT symbol that floats up into the air above him. So, Buzzy closes the command door behind him as he steps inside. The... Three armed cephalopod (laughs) is sort of typing away at the various computers, still with a 403.
0: This is this cephalopod is the the tech communications tech
1: officer that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He's typing away. Uh, As soon as Buzzy walks in, he extends one of the three arms that aren't typing, one of the five arms that he's sitting on, and he points to the other end of the trailer and. There's a small, there's a small like pad on the ground where there's two, uh, boot marks. Yeah. And, and Buzzy recognizes it as a fast travel location.
0: Thanks. He says, and goes and uh, steps on it. And at first nothing happens. And he turns around to the cephalopod comm tech officer and says, are you, do you activate this or something? Or does this just automatically? And the guy says, Oh yeah, yeah, wait, sure. And he types something, types something. Nothing happens, and Buzzy says, <clears throat> uh, "I'm sorry, I'm still here, actually." And the guy, like, sort of startled, and he looks around, and he says, "That's weird. I should have, should have sent you already." I'm sorry. I'm like, I have like 70 tabs up right now, so let me just. And he like types and types and types, and hits enter. This should work. Slams the button, and nothing happens. And Buzzy goes, "I still don't seem to." And then suddenly, a bright green light zaps him and it's like so bright his eyes hurt for a second like he can feel the pain and he's not sure is this like part of the neural feedback the haptic feedback of the headset or something or is this like outside of the world right now but it goes wham and he just gets sucked through virtual space and starts spinning and spinning and spinning and he sees green purple green purple green purple green purple green purple green purple purple, and this isn't the way that teleporting normally goes in the virtual space. It feels similar, but it doesn't take this long. And then with a jolt, he lands. He flies out of the portal
1: the portal pad in the headquarters that only officers can use um, because they can't just let any, anybody walk in and out of headquarters all the time. But instead of just appearing standing, he comes sliding out of it and skids across the floor.
0: So he like warp stretches out like first yeah. his skull comes through like enormous and then like doubles back and then the rest of his body like flumps out and he like slides and skitters across the tile floor and smacks into the back wall and like Ugh, he's there and actually it teleported him straight uh, to the evidence room so he could yeah deliver his um piece of world <laughs> that he has in his storage unit there and uh, Agnes looks up from the evidence locker um, behind the bars, Agnes is a is another
1: is another um, younger recruit who they went through academy together, and she got put in in the uh, storage. evidence evidence storage. She didn't really want to see the front lines anyway, um, and she does she does this part time because she's got another job. So she looks
0: up and just gives him a little like raise of the eyebrow and says,
1: "Wait, well, long time no see, Buzzy. <laughs> uh, are you in a hurry today?"
0: Um. Actually, no. That teleport felt really strange. There was something. Never mind. And he gets up, and he walks up to her and says, uh, "I have a weird object for you today. I don't know how exactly you're going to store it, but um." And he pats his uh, his inventory pockets, looking for it.
1: All right. Well, just uh, Jack the disk, and uh, one moment. She leans back and she pulls uh from a stack of like a file cabinet full of uh, storage servers. She scrolls through. Some of them have various notations. She scrolls through until she gets to an empty one and she uh, unlocks it um, and pulls it off and holds it in front of her waiting for
0: Buzzy's disc. Um, He takes out his storage unit, his little handheld thing, and it looks a little bit beaten. Like there's this black sort of... Thing, the pattern etched into it not the spiral pattern but like as if it has been like like when a tree gets struck by lightning mm-hmm. and he looks at it and he's like oh he presses the button to eject the disc or whatever and all that comes out is a bunch of black goo and it drips onto the floor uh agnes leans forward and says don't move just uh, don't
1: move what 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 and she pushes a button and uh suddenly Buzzy feels like completely frozen in place as the whole lobby area
0: of the uh, evidence room freezes, time time locks. And as he, like, all he can move is his eye, eye eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. And as he, like, peers down, he can see that that one drop of black acre that has already hit the ground, that dripped from his uh, storage unit, has, like, ripped a hole into the floor, and you can see the checker space behind it. He can hear, even though he
1: can't move, he can hear Agnes going, I'm going to need security here at the uh, evidence floor three. Um, and here's a sort of telltale stomp with a like. <laughs> of the various uh, guards, the security from uh, upper headquarters coming down and recognizes the procedure as they, as they lock down the space, freeze it. And they have to sort of remove his hands to get the storage unit
0: and the uh, dripping black goo off of him. I want to propose something. One of the security folks that comes downstairs is Viola. She works for the, she works for the, Yeah, she works for the, for the cops as well. Okay. Okay.
1: He, he sees her and he, he wants to smile, but all he can do is sort of look at her. Uh, and she <laughs> gives him a grin and says, Isn't this a fun surprise? <laughs> <laughs> I don't often get to see you when you're working. How have you been Buzzy? Why don't you tell me
0: how your day's been? What? Has the, has the cat cut your tail? And as she speaks to him, um, his face flushes, which unfortunately he left that part of the uh emotional mirroring system that his headset has on. So like w- your your facial features and like your your emotions that your avatar has mirror the ones that you have behind the headset. And he feels like, God damn it! I should have turned that feature off.
1: <laughs> Another ten minutes later, the uh, security crew removes Buzzy's hands and the server from him, and then uh, Agnes unfreezes the lobby, and Buzzy can breathe again. Even though he could breathe in real life, he feels like being able to like finally move. He doesn't feel frozen in place, and it's dangerous to log out of something when you're yeah when your consciousness is in a VR realm. It's not fatal, but it's not great. You know, it's like holding the power button to turn off a computer. You don't really want to
0: do it. You definitely get like this sort of not motion sickness, but like a sort of adjustment like jolt. And it does nauseate you a bit. So when he could finally breathe again in the virtual world. He can also breathe again in real life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, he looks down at the stumps at the end of his arms, knowing that he'll get his hands back, but a little bummed that he doesn't have them right now. Whoa, when did this happen? I didn't even realize. They have to cut his hands off to get the, the server and everything. To, did you say that? Yeah, yeah. They 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 cut his hands off to get to the server, to get the server and everything around it so that they don't, there's no leakage or, or yeah, contamination. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah.
0: remains frozen, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, so he knows he'll get his hands back, but he's kind of bummed about it for right now. He had just gotten some some cool manly plating on the back of his paw, back of his fists.
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna say Viola is actually a junior detective, and she came down because um, she heard that something weird was going on, and she's now inspecting this hole in the floor that leads into the checker space. Yeah, she's she's leaning down by the floor,
1: looking at it. She's got a a pen, and she's poking at the edges, seeing if they're flimsy or whether they're solid, whether it's gonna tear further. She says, uh, Buzzy, you have, uh, do you have time for, for lunch later? I, I've
0: got to inspect this, but afterwards? Buzzy's heart stops for about 15 seconds. And then he says, uh, uh, sure. W- where were you thinking? Well, I don't know. It's just uh, there's a defrag
1: center uh, around the corner. We could go there. I'm saying you don't actually eat in virtual worlds. You
0: just sit for a defrag and it feels like eating. Yeah, and you get a snack IRL maybe. Yeah, and like take take the the headsets are like you can um like take off one eye, which is super confusing at first. But then you yeah. can like sp- have one eye in the real world and actually eat. Uh, I mean, uh, and he's trying not to sound too eager. Yeah, sure. Uh, great. Uh, we can totally defrag together. Like, I mean, not like together. Like, I don't mean like, but yeah, no, for sure you, you, we can.
1: Yeah, you bit, sorry, I <laughs> didn't
0: mean to interrupt. I. <laughs> Go ahead. You will, pro- <laughs> you will probably need
1: a defrag when they return your uh, server uh, after whatever it is that you are transporting. The black goo, once they clean the goo, they will
0: return your server and uh, you will probably need to defrag it. So I think at that point, Agnes will say something like, oh, I don't think that's going to, that, that, that might take a little while. Perhaps you will not have hands for uh, longer than you thought. <laughs> That's a great start to the character. To start him out without hands in a virtual world. What does he need hands for anyway? <laughs> well, to apply virtual tape around a virtual mansion. <laughs> yeah, he's already done that. So Buzzy like tries to be cool about it and like kneels down next to Viola and like looks into the checker space and like reaches out a finger in order to like try to reach to like. Oh, I, he doesn't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you see how much, how, how important Dependent. it is. Dependent. Uh, he just sort of stares at the checker space and goes, so are you going to close that up or? Well, I, I do not
1: think that it is. The right move to, to close the space immediately. Uh, we must first figure out uh, exactly how the tear was formed. Usually you must have uh, administrative privileges to tear space or, or reconfigure. So we must leave the space for now until the, the tech department can come and figure out what administrative privileges cause the tear to occur. I am looking for uh, any sign as to whether this will happen again. It is not my field to, to run uh, a tech diagnostics. I will leave that to someone else. Why don't we take a, a break? We'll defrag what you have now, and uh, when you get your servers, we'll go defrag again. Two lunches.
0: Buzzy, in his head, is like, two lunches, two lunches. Oh my god, oh my god, two lunches. Maybe she does, like, maybe she did notice me. Like, maybe she could tell that I'm a good guy, and I'm really trying hard to be a good guy, and maybe she likes me back in a way, kind of. I don't know, It's. I mean, it's impossible. Maybe it's possible. Buzzy? Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, so she stands up, and she brings out a little, like, glowing pen, and she just sort of draws a square around the hole. And it like um, manifests these like hard light walls that like glow red. And it sort of like has this this holographic um, warning sign for hovering above it so that people won't run into it. It says, caution wet. Yeah, caution. Slippery,
1: slippery when wet. It's little little yellow uh, A-shaped sign. Caution
0: hole in reality. Hey there, j- jazzers and jazzettes. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, friends. It's me, Sam, one of your hosts on Story Jazz. And it's me, other host,
1: Softie.
0: This is just the ad break that we do in this show for some reason, even though we don't have ads. I, it's
1: really just an excuse for us to say thank you. Uh, and And we're really... Really glad you're listening to our show and hope that you're sharing it with all of your friends and family and pets and inanimate objects around the house.
0: Yeah, actually, we've had really good responses from uh, pets, specifically dogs. Really loved the ghost hunter arc for some reason. Maybe because it was so much about food. Uh, Furniture, however, not so much. Furniture generally was quite offended by uh, the ghost hunter thing because apparently um, furniture and ghosts don't jive so much
1: usually because furniture gets tossed around in ghost hunter stories exactly so exactly it's understandable yes. uh,
0: they don't actually they don't like the term tossed around so we should we might have to cut that out anyway you can always tweet at us at storyjazzcast uh you know find us on Instagram Facebook at storyjazzcast twitter yeah you know, twitter facebook also and Instagram by the way uh, at storyjazzcast is our handle if you uh Didn't know. I don't know if I've mentioned that yet. Um, (laughs) Hashtag story jazz, whatever works, you know. You can also
1: email us at storyjazzcast at uh, gmail.com. You can always shoot us your ideas, tell us who your favorite characters were, tell us what you liked. We want to hear from you. We, We
0: love our friends and we always want to know what you liked. I love that we're using that term now, friends. Me too. People who were around for the OG episodes know that it's a fusion of fans and friends, which is probably what you are. The OG episodes being last episode. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, we're still in the OG episodes right now. We are. We are. It's all happening. We're at the beginning of an amazing journey. Just like our characters, Fuzzy and Viola. I can do segues. Um, Hey. So guys, enjoy the rest of the show. We love you. We love you.
1: She looks at at Buzzy's stumps as they walk out of the evidence room and says, I have one thing that would give you hands, sort of, at least for now. Uh, sh- sure, that would be good. She snickers to herself and pulls some handcuffs from behind her and slap them on his wrist, which in this world, instead of handcuffing someone's hands, you just replace their hands with handcuffed hands. Um, so now he has... <laughs> So now he has handcuffed hands, but he has hands at the end of it. He just can't move his arms apart. She says, "I, I told you it's the closest
0: I have." No, this is this is great. Thank you very much. It is kind of kinky too, no? Um sure. And uh as he says that, Buzzy realizes how weird his voice sounds with the action hero modulator on, <laughs> but still behind it is a 10 or 11-year-old's Yeah. Insecure. The, the hormones mumbling. in his body are just going crazy looking at this
1: purple, anthropomorphic, beautiful flamingo. In Jinko jeans and platform boots and a studded belt and a wallet chain.
0: We haven't really established what Buzzy's character looks like, but I'm saying, I'm thinking like Duke Nukem style buzz cut yes. giant yeah. soldier dude. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, fake scars and uh, a nice,
1: you know, uh, bad. <laughs> I said nice, but bad tribal tattoo on one shoulder. Sick. He's got a, a Schwarzenegger jawline. Yeah. Maybe a, a bandolier, but there's no actual, there's no bullets in it. It's just a bandolier.
0: Or, or there is bullets in it, but they're so huge. There's no way there's a weapon that would use bullets like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. He actually spent a decent amount of money to get authentic bullets, but getting the gun is illegal in this world anyway. So It's too powerful.
0: So let's jump to lunch. This is a lunch place called Dave Frag's D-Frag. Dave Frag? Dave Frag is the owner. He used to be a soldier type, um, which is why he put Mm -hmm. on that name. But now he's just Dave Frag, also known as D-Frag's. Okay. So this is D-Frag's D-period Frag's. (laughs) D-Frag's. D-Frag Snack Shack. What about defrag
1: apostrophe s apostrophe s? Defrags. Because it's defragses
0: and it defrags. It defrags, yeah, yeah, yeah. Defrags. is Div- deep fried defrag rag shack <laughs> Alright, this has gone too far. Snacks. They walk in um
1: and they grab they grab one of the small cafe style tables out front as uh, little wicker chairs and order some coffee and then sort of sit outside there's a there's a little USB cable in the bottom it's a USB cable but it's doesn't actually matter they just have to plug in um mm. to allow for defrag to defrag there deep deep frags deep 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 exactly deep drag viola just sort of reaches down and grabs it and when buzzy reaches down for it and looks down at his at his belt uh, with with a new with a new server used to be Yeah, He notices that there's another layer to the pouch and there's another server underneath, which he realized is not uncommon. A lot of servers, uh, solid-state servers, have backup storage
0: and... Drives, basically. Yeah, yeah. You say servers, but we're going to be mixing and matching
1: some of the terminology here. Forgive us. Some of the lingo. Um, Sorry, the the solid-state drive that he borrowed from his sister has a backup level to it. And he stored it... He stored the pool data in the front one, but... He still has the backup partition. Yeah, the backup partition, a lot of, especially uh, high-sensitivity, solid-state drives automatically backup constantly everything that you have. Mm -hmm. And there's still a backup there, one that he didn't turn over. And he hesitantly pulls it out of the pouch, and it's smoked and black, just like the last one but he hasn't pushed eject yet. And so everything is still stored in the server. And he's, I mean, it's in the the drive. Um, And he's
0: looking at it hesitantly and Viola sees it and sees him. She immediately um, like puts a hand on it and like pushes it down so that nobody sees. Buzzy, well,
1: did you you make a copy
0: before you turned it in? No, I think that was automatic. This is um, a pretty high-end drive. I got it from my friend, my older friend. Okay. Uh, one moment, and
1: she she spins a dial on her leg and she pushes a button, and Buzzy sees a virtual image of him and her sitting at the diner, which everybody else will see while they're in a cloaked space inside.
0: Whoa, you have a leg cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you got you got a cloaking cloaking node.
1: <laughs> Buzzy, you must be quiet. This does not block sound. Uh, let me see this, and she she gingerly takes it out of his hand. And without pushing any buttons, she starts examining it. Incroyable. What? Buzzy, what was what what was in this? Before before you folded it and and started it and brought it to evidence. What did it look like?
0: You mean the piece of pool that they put into that? The disc? Yes, I I So I was out Buzzy thinks uh, back to his tape recorder, where he has an actual like file of him explaining the case to to. Viola but he wouldn't show that to her for the life of him. Um super embarrassing. Because it says love you forever Viola at the end of every entry. <laughs> he he came up with his own file extension with which is dot .lyv <laughs> Love you Viola. Anyway, um he he curtly explains the case to her. This guy's dog pet was like, removed, violently removed from existence, and the uh, hack, like, left behind a hole in in reality in the pool or, like, near the edge of the pool in the backyard of this, of, of Faker's mansion. So he says, basically, yeah, it was a piece of pool, pretty much.
1: And uh, you say a, a dog? A dog was... It was destroyed? Was erased? Yeah, well, a,
0: a virtual a, dog. Are you sure it was a dog? Well, his pet, I guess. I never saw it. There was just some, like, black goo left over. I know who we need to talk to. I know what the dog was. Whoa, sweet. I think we need to cut there, right? Uh, Yeah. Buzzy's like, Buzzy's like. damn, I was hoping for a date, you know? I, I actually, actually, how about before we cut, he goes, Okay, yeah, totally with you. Um do you still want to like sit down and defrag for 15 minutes maybe i i could use a snack
1: and then we'll cut there
0: <laughs> let's jump to
1: maybe like an hour later they've uh, made their way across town buzzy realizes that they're nearing the sort of orbiting houses around the
0: slum. And the skybox is still there blocking the view of the slum?
1: No, no, no. They're they're they basically walked around the sort of bourgeoisie sector of uh of the city. Yeah. And it's like a merchant's alley. Okay. Where on one side of the merchant's alley it gets into the nicer houses and the various sports domes and adventure, adventure stuff. Yeah. Um and then and then there's like the universities out there too. And then the other side there's also a row of of shops, but past the shops, it gets into the urban slum, sort of hidden from view by these row of of shops. Okay. Oh, Viola is uh, walking. I don't even know how flamingos walk in a really weird way that I'm not sure how it interacts with Jinko jeans,
0: but we're just running with it. I'm kind of seeing Flora from uh, Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay just because Animal Crossing is out right now. But Flora isn't really the right type of character. But yeah, like an Animal Crossing type flamingo, sort of, <laughs> but way, <laughs> way edgier.
1: So Viola is walking down the street until she gets to, uh, she's sort of looking at all the shop signs, looking at the buildings, trying to find a shop that she's looking for until she goes, ah, this is it. And she points up to a shop that says, uh... uh Give me something. Give me a shop name. Um. Could be anything. It's a front.
0: Okay. The Webbingtons Webbery and they sell clothes. <laughs> clothes <laughs> that all have like a sort of spider web aesthetic. Um, I have a I have a character in mind. Viola walks
1: in and she she nods to a, a lady who's standing at one of the closing swaps who's switching out her chest piece uh in rotation very quickly as she's looking for something, this lady's that you know trying to shop um Viola nods, oh, she's switching
0: out her clothes like yeah virtually really, like, really beep, fast beep, like just yeah, so, so, yeah.
1: scrolling scrolling through, through, through the catalog. who's behind the counter? What's the character behind the counter
0: um Viola like calls out to them webby is the name uh webby um, are you here, and this like rotund super adorable mechanical spider human hybrid cyborg creature
1: i would never describe a human spider hybrid as adorable but But, you've done it
0: but she is she is okay great so webby is in defiance of all laws of adorability an adorable cyber human uh, spider hybrid she looks up she has glasses freckles and big big glasses and big eyes behind them yeah yeah uh and extra like extra lenses around for the extra eyes adorable actually um and uh you know eight arms and a sort of big black widow torso and looks up and goes viola uh It's been a while. Let me just clean things up. And the eight arms go flying, trying to scrabble things together to make everything look a little more orderly. Webby, Webby, it is not necessary. I need to, I need to speak to
1: Frank. This is very important. I'm, she looks back at the, at the lady who's at at the front trying on uh, chess pieces, um, but she seems completely immersed. And so Viola leads forward and said, I, I think one of the dogs got caught.
0: And Webby's smile drops into a sad spider frown and goes, the dogs?
1: Yes, I'm not sure if the dog was caught by the administration or whether the dog found something that it uh, should not have. But whatever it was, we have the evidence. And she holds up uh, uh, the solid state drive, Buzzy's sister's solid state drive in her hand.
0: And Webby's eyes get like big, and she like moves really close and looks at it. And as she like sort of opens her mouth and like stares, gasps. A couple of little spider mandibles like sort of extend toward it.
1: And and Viola quickly puts her puts her wing hand wing over the edge of the solid state drive to prevent uh, Webby from hitting any of the buttons, and says, "And darling, this is, is very sensitive. It is nearly." Down the whole place already should be very careful with it
0: but you're going to crack it you're going to look into the files oh can I come along it's been such a long time since i got to see a, a a a drive being cracked
1: that is not to me you must ask
0: frank let me just come come downstairs with you i mean and like looking over at the at the customer hoping that she didn't just hear the word downstairs <laughs> let me just uh show you the dressing room the back room, the the other the, just come <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, opens the little flap. She skitters across the ground, <laughs> skitters across the ground. Uh, opens a little door or something, and and allows uh, Viola and Buzzy into the back room. Do you have a clear image of Frank yet? Because Frank's the house. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> uh, Frank, let me just recover from that. Real quick. <laughs> um, sweet. Okay. So she uh you know leads them to a little staircase that uh, goes into the basement or whatever. As they're going down the stairs, uh Webby's sort of scrabbling along the uh wall and ceiling be- so, because the stairs are cur- is sort of narrow so that everybody can sort of walk alongside. Um and asks, "So he uh, so who's this Mr. Buzzcut here?" Uh it's just Buzzy. You can just call me Buzzy if you want. Buzzy is just a a uh a cute
1: guy at work who came across this specimen. I don't know if we can trust him, but we can uh, We can just uh, remove him from the world if it becomes a problem.
0: <laughs> and Buzzy, and, and as the two of them don't laugh about this possible gag, Buzzy sort of fills the silence with a <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, and then Webby finally sort of snorts a laugh and goes. <laughs> <laughs> so using the action hero voice modulator, I see... Well, it's a classic. It's a classic. Uh,
1: in the basement, there's a uh, old style wood stove. Um, and in the flames of the wood stove is a, an eyes and a, and a face. Um, and that's when you go to talk to Frank, that's how you talk to him, even though he's the
0: whole house. Sweet. Viola. <laughs> it has been so long. Oh, he just loves it, doesn't he? They enter the fireplace room (laughs) We're really good at naming rooms on this show Thing which is in room, room How have you been,
1: Biola? Frank, this is unnecessary
0: But we have a guest We must uh, represent ourselves in our fullest capacity (laughs) Hi, I'm Buzzy I found an interesting object Please don't erase me from existence. <laughs> uh, Webby skitters around and um, explains. Apparently a dog died and there's a drive that needs cracking. And I wanted to ask if I could be around for this because I love weaving and I love designing skins for tops and stuff. But for tops bottoms get to buy clothes as well. Okay. Let's not, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not what I was getting at. You know, I love designing skins for clothing and stuff, but I, I think ultimately I'm your protege and I want to be a, a cool sort of hacker, cyber, freedom fighter like you are. And and I know that that wasn't a very cool cyber-y way of putting it, but... Darn it, I want to be involved in this one, okay, Frank?
1: My dear Webby.
0: Why, of course, I'd be happy for you to... Viola, what is what is this thing? What are we looking at? He actually, like, goes in chat slash whisper Viola and, like, <laughs> whispers to her so that Webby can't hear it. Viola rolls her flamingo eyes, uh,
1: hikes up her Jinko jeans and says, Frank, I'm not sure that hacking this server is actually the, the right move. I brought the evidence, this uh, specimen, but it is extremely dangerous. If you try to eject the, the disk, the solid state disk, from this...
0: Um, <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Hacking uh, the server, cracking the drive, whatever it may be. You know what yeah, we're talking Eject the solid state disk.
1: If you, if you try to eject a specimen, it is very likely that what's happened last time will occur. That you will simply tear a hole in space. And for you, you'll probably lose something important.
0: Well, that's...
1: Shit, okay. All right, guys. Um, whew. All right, we sure that this uh, Buzzy character, we sure he's good? We sure he's cool? Buzzy, answer!
0: Where do your allegiances lie? Uh, well, I was... I was hired within my first two days on the server. I serve the uh police authorities on the server. That's where my allegiances lie, and I mean you can check my record. I've I haven't had a single transgression.
1: Well, that's a great resume, but I don't care about that. How do you feel about vigilante justice?
0: Vigilante justice? And he glances over at Viola, trying to gauge like how she feels about Vigilante Justice. <laughs> <laughs> um I think vigilante justice is g- good g- good is that is good people need to b- bring justice into the world somehow and sometimes the authorities aren't the best equipped to do that right well that's just great i'm so happy to hear it i can
1: probably drop this voice now <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine, dude. Just uh, don't betray us. We won't erase you, and uh, things will be great.
0: Okay, thanks. I'm really trusting you guys, too. You know, I... I, uh... And Viola, like, raises an eyebrow at him. I mean, I've always trusted Viola. She was one of my first friends on the server, so I'm just gonna, yeah, sit back. Well,
1: no worry, dude. If uh, if you ever... Say something dumb, you're in my body right now. I can freeze your sprite and uh, you'll never get access to it again. Right. Thanks. That's reassuring. We see Viola. She's got the server, the sorry, the solid state drive suspended in this sort of uh neon goo in a um in a tank, a sort of bubbling tank in the center of the of the table. The uh wood stove in the corner is is flaring um, with a <laughs> flaring a fiery hand, which is stroking the bottom as if it's a beard. As the face in the flames is thinking uh, curiously. Um, Webby is uh, clamped in the ceiling above the uh, above the bubbling tank with a solid state drive in it, with a operating a, a remote series of uh, hands and pincers as she's modulating the drive, inspecting it, trying to find a way in without releasing the weird black goo. Strewn across the table are a series of diagrams and drawings uh, of the, the manners in the sort of bourgeois part of town, blueprints, layouts of each of the manners. And with them, Uh, sketches and uh, data about the inhabitants, um, and then a small book on each one with a timeline of when they started to live there and what has gone on. All of them are open at different pages. It looks like to Buzzy, who's sort of watching from the corner, still handcuffed, but happily so, um, he's watching and he's putting together that these three individuals have been Tracking the history of the various rich investors in Lalhat's dog law server. They seem to be trying to track something that has been moving over the course of the history of the of the Hot 69's dog law server and trying to plot where it's gonna go next because on the wall is a a a map of the town with a series of pins of different colors based on different things that have been happening. And he he can't quite, Buzzy can't quite put together exactly what it is that's happening. But they have years worth of data collected.
0: Webby is carefully, carefully uh, peeling back the outer carapace of this drive in the bubbling goo. Green goo, did you say?
1: Neon something.
0: Neon remember. green. I think, I think I'm... Yeah. Inside this goo, she's, she has, like, one long mechanical armlet peeling back the outer drive. And Frank, I think, yells at her to, like, be careful, you know? Quiet! I mean, be careful. <laughs> As he yells that, she, like, jitters and, like, accidentally spills a little bit of the goo. And she's like, yes, I am being careful, Frank.
1: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to say quiet. That's just my default. I'm sorry.
0: I know, I know. You get into character and all that. And she peels it back and reveals the insides of this drive, which are sort of just like, it's like space. It's like condensed space. You can see a million billion data points, like stars, flitting about in there. Um, But they're, they're slowed and they're contained by this green goo, which stops data from leaking. And between these data points... That seem to be like spiraling and like trying to move away from one corner of the drive. There's a glob of absolute black, and as they watch it for a while, they see that it sort of pulses and extends bits of itself to try and swallow up the next little data point. And basically, it looks like there's a tiny universe in this drive. And one by one, stars are being consumed and absorbed by some black mass.
1: Uh, Viola, so when we set the remote AI spy dogs in the various houses, you, you assured me that they would behave like normal AI dogs and we would never be found out. How is it that This, is this a, is this a kill program? Is this made to hunt, uh, spy, malware, spyware? Is that what this is? I, I am not sure. Webby, have you, have you found anything?
0: I mean, it looks like a sickness, right? A sickness!
1: Sorry, sorry. Uh, a sickness. What, what is that? What do you mean? Why?
0: This is, we're supposed to be safe in fourth life. And Buzzy actually perks up and says you mean like a virus? Like a computer virus? And I want to say that because of how extremely the technological world was developed further to to be like safe from all types of infection, computer viruses are kind of a thing of the past. Like security measures have been developed to the point where you can like hack and like breach stuff and stuff, but like Viruses that spread on their own, or like through user error, aren't really common anymore. the The
1: govern the actual uh, countries' governments, have vicious poacher programs that kill and delete viruses and and remove them, such that there's not a hospitable environment to be a uh, somebody who creates viruses or, yeah. or promulgates them around the world. It's much easier to just be a hacker within the various servers that do exist. Yeah, yeah, and
0: just like physically hack the way that you would, you know cut through the virtual tape around a crime scene or, like, just cut through an actual chain-link fence with, a, like, virtual bolt cutters. So Buzzy proposes that this might be a computer virus, like in the old days. Maybe uh, it's, it's Viola who says something like, if it is a virus, we must do anything we can to uh, stop it from spreading. And Webby says, so what, do I just close it back up? And Viola says, no, I think I have an idea. Push the eject button. Are you sure that? Seems kind of risky. It seems to be contained by the uh, goop, the neon green goop. That is the technical term. Yes. <laughs> yes. Push the eject button. I think it will be safe. And uh, Webby pushes the eject button. Ouch! I mean, just just kidding, guys. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, Frank! No, I just had to do that. Seriously, every time with this. <laughs> <laughs> Webby pushes the eject button, and uh the the motion of the button like makes that tiny little universe inside the drive swirl around it, and then like suction draws all the little stars up into the to the front, but the uh black goop inside sort of like sinks to the bottom of the drive, and then out of the opened carapace of the drive, it just sort of falls out and floats out into the black into into the green goo around it as it drips out into the
1: neon green goop the the black ick starts to swirl and fold in and on itself and starts to almost consume the green goop uh, viola notices that it, the the levels in the tank start to decrease and she says frank frank we need more goop right now
0: we need a flow and frank says i'm incorporeal how am i supposed to do that frank Quit y'all yapping! Tell me where the tube is. And Buzzy jumps up and runs over to the tubes as Frank points them out.
1: Grabs it with his handcuffed hand, um, and uh, plugs a new tube into the side of the tank, which previously had just been filled up and was was bubbling to modulate the the neon liquid. But now it's got a constant stream of green goop flowing in to keep the
0: keep the black ichor from just eating the goop away. Okay, uh, Webby, pull out the drive. Webby pulls out the drive quickly. What now, Frank? Do you have any containment crystals? Well, of course. Why would I not have a containment <laughs> crystal? I'm a
1: web-designed clothing store. I of course carry. <laughs> All right, guys. It's um in the closet in the back. There's uh there's a mop. It should be behind the you mop.
0: Which is character. Uh, Buzzy runs over and grabs uh like tosses the mops aside, grabs a containment <laughs> crystal. It's just a like a, a square like a A quartz cube tosses it over to Webby who catches it out of the air perfectly because her dexterity is a lot higher than uh, Buzzy's and she dunks it into the into the green goo and it like starts sucking up everything around it and it sucks up the black ick and as the black ick gets sucked into this like quartz cube it um, expands all the way to the edges of the cube and like pushes out any of the green goo that was sucked into the cube with it and ultimately the cube is just filled with black ick and uh the goo levels start rising as the goo stops being absorbed by the black ick the the black the green goo stops <laughs> being absorbed by the black goo there's a lot of goo in this episode please bear ich, with us ich, folks
1: it and goop yeah
0: and uh buzzy turns the nozzle off to uh, stop the additional green uh goo from flowing into the tank which bubbles to the top of the tank like a like a like a rising
1: meniscus,
0: but doesn't quite overflow. Silence fills the room carefully. Webby pulls the containment cube containment crystal out of the green goo, and as the air hits um the crystal the or the virtual air, <laughs> the goo inside like retracts from the outsides of the cube and like focuses in on in the center of it. it swirls together. And uh, Webby crawls down from the ceiling and like holds it out into the middle of the room and then everybody leans forward to look at it. Even the flames like lean out of the fireplace to look at it and like illuminate this crystal cube. And in the center of it is this fractal shape, these this spiral labyrinthine shape that repeats endlessly recurring into the center, drawn in black ick. And everybody's just staring at it and Webby says, what the hell is that? What does it mean? And Buzzy says, I've, I've seen that before.
1: We, as none of our audience knows, have been thinking about Uh, opening themes and music and background music and stuff. Uh And since this is called story jazz, I would like to proffer the idea of just maybe improv jazz scatting an opening sequence. Just, Just see what comes out of it. And I want you to just do this with me. I want you to just run with me.
0: With like video call delay though?
1: <laughs> with video call delay, okay. You know, whatever we get whatever we fuck up, we can fix and post. That's what I tell myself whenever I do anything in this podcast.
0: Do you want me to give you like a drum riff? Um no, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna
1: hit us with a nice like sax open.
0: Okay. Whoop! Whoop!
1: Whoop whoop but up but up
0: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Dum uh, yeah.
0: welcome, Dum Dum the, room. the, room where the jazz happens.